Good morning. Welcome to Pesachim Mem Gimel, Pesachim, page 43. We're continuing some of our discussions of chametz. The Mishnah had introduced introduced two new types of chametz, <coughs> what's called chametz alidei taroves. As long as you have something which is from the five grains, uh, wheat, barley, spelt, rye, and oats, uh, and then let's say it's a little bit of bread or cake, and it's mixed with something else, then that's called chametz alidei taroves. It's real chametz, just mixed with something else. The second category in the mission of a sort of a defective kind of chametz is what's called chametz nuksha, which means it didn't like leaven properly. It's flour and mixed with water, but it doesn't fully leaven. For some reason, it stops early in the process. That's called chametz nuksha. So what we're saying is on chametz nuksha and tarovas chametz, you're going to get a lab, a prohibition. A bit, it's a biblically prohibited, but you're not going to get karis. So the Gemara says, once you tell me the principle, why do I need examples, or why do I need so many examples? Let's say, for instance, with Chometz Aidei Taroves, we gave the examples of kutach, this moldy bread mixed with whey and salt. You had different kinds of beer. You had different kinds of mixtures. But why do you have all, need all the examples? The Gemara says, the reason why it's important to have the examples is because it's good to know um, what, uh, it's good to know recipes of different things because one time a certain fellow from Israel was in Bovel and he had some meat with him and he asked his host for some dip to dip it in and they said, you know what, we have kutach for you. And because he knew the halacha with regards to chametz, he knew the ingredients that were in kutach and he knew that there was milk in it and he said, no way, I don't want any kutach together with my milk. So therefore it's important to know these ideas. So we say that for, for these things, chametz aide taroves, mixtures of chametz and chametz nuksha, defective chametz, we say you get an azara, you get a lav, but you don't actually get um, a kare. So Gemara says, who is this opinion? Who is this? So there's a debate between Rav Yehuda and Rav Nachman. Rav Yehuda says that it's Rav Meir, because Rav Meir has an explicit statement that says that chametz nuksha is a lav, defective chametz is a lav. So kol shikain, certainly we're going to say that if it's real chametz, but through tarovis, it will also be a lav. And uh, Rav Nachman says it's actually going to be Rav Eliezer, because Rabbi Lazar has a statement that says that chametz nuksh, the chametz aidei tarovis is lav, and once you say that chametz aidei tarovis through mixtures is a negative prohibition, koshkin certainly chametz, which is nuksha. So the question just is which one is more severe than the other. So if you start with one, you'll certainly know the other one, and that's what the debate is all about. So the Gemara now says, um, according to Rabbi Lazar, how does he know? that chametz aide taroves is actually with a lav, it's actually a negative prohibition. So he says, because he learns it out of the word kol. Oh, if it's used for the word kol, then it should also have kareks, because the word kol is also said with the verse kol machmetzes, anyone who eats machmetzes, the nechresa will get cut off. The Gemara says that's actually needed. That word kol, when it talks about kareks, is needed to include women in not only the prohibition against eating chametz, but that they will get kares for consuming uh, chametz. So the says, well, why would I have thought that women are not included in the prohibition to begin with? Don't we have a principle that whenever it comes to any lav in the Torah, it says, a man or a woman. We don't make distinctions between men and women when it comes to negative prohibitions. Yeah, maybe when it comes to positive ones that women are excluded from positive time-bound commandments. But when it comes to negative, our general principle is that women are excluded, are, are also included in negative prohibitions. So why would I need the Pasuk Kol to include women, according to Rabbi Yezer? And the Gemara says, you know what? Itzrich, I need it. Why do I need it? Because since there's a juxtaposition between those who are in the prohibition against eating chametz and those who are in the positive commandment of eating matzah, it says, lo tochal of chametz, shivasam tochal of matzos. So we might think, that since women are not in the positive commandment <clears throat> to eat matzah, because it's a mitzvah, positive time-bound mitzvah, 
So I would have thought, therefore, women are not in the prohibition against eating chametz. So therefore, I need the word kikol ochel machmetes, anyone who eats machmetes, to be more inclusive of more eaters. Not only men, but also women are included uh, in that. And now once we say that women are also included in the negative prohibition against eating chametz, we're going to go back to our juxtaposition and it's going to work in the exact opposite way. And it's going to say that once women are included in the prohibition against eating chametz, they're also going to be included in the commandment to eat matzah on Seder night, even though it's a positive time-bound uh, commandment. So the Gemara says, hold on a second, we have a choice. We can either use the word kikol ochel machmetzes to be inclusive of more eaters, i.e. women, or to be inclusive of more things that could be eaten, i.e., um, uh, so why would he include more eater than more things that could be eaten? And the more answers, since we're talking about eaters, we're saying anyone who eats, it makes more sense to include uh, women. This is unlike a case where the Pasuk says anyone who eats chelev, and there we use it, the word kol, to not include more eaters, but to include more things that could be eaten, i.e. even chelev, even forbidden fat from chulin animal, because there, there is no eaters. We're not talking about eaters that we can include more. Women were already included, so therefore it goes in that way. Uh, this concludes Daphne Gimel, page 43. We'll continue tomorrow with 44.